Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 213. And boy, do we have a doozy tonight, Alan. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. I mean, we have doozies often. They're all doozies. Uh, How do you spell doozy? D-O-O-Z-Y. Is that how you spell it? I'm just guessing. Oh. (laughs) Master speller. Yes. Uh, this one's about temper tantrums. That's why I call it a doozy ah, right. because they are, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain. Yeah. Um, uh, but this is dealing with temper tantrums and some of the things that you can do to just cope with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know why they work or I, I, I well, kind of, I ruined the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Do you know why kids throw temper tantrums? I would imagine because they they work, I guess. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. We hear them crying and whining and acting up. And guess what? We just want it to stop. Right. So we buy them the toy. We give them the lollipop. Mm-hmm. We do whatever it is that they wanted to do before they threw the tantrum because we just want the tantrum to stop. Yeah. So here's the thing. We've all made these mistakes, but no more. Mm-hmm. We are going to learn how to stop. Well, maybe just reduce. <laughs> okay. Temper tantrums. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. So they're really common with toddlers, you know, and I'm talking about like a kid from like one to three mm-hmm. and certainly older kids can have them and that you, you know, can experience but if you have an older child who's throwing a temper tantrum, it's probably that you haven't handled it very well. You haven't done the right techniques because they really should subside after the toddler stage. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you like what, what ages are the, the times that I mean, a four year old certainly can have, I mean, we'll sure. have a tantrum and, and, and you may see a five, but that's part of it is like a five, six. If they're throwing a temper tantrum in that sense, right. They have not been taught how to handle it or better ways of handling the situation. So um, most likely it means that you have reinforced their behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to look at. Okay. So let's first look at why kids have temper tantrums. Like why does it happen? What are the reasons for that? So probably the number one reason, and this kind of encompasses a couple things, but they're hungry, tired, bored, or overstimulated. Like all, like one of those or all of those combined, mm-hmm. you know, in some capacity. And these are very common. I mean, here's the thing. Adults experience these things too. Sure. We're just, the hope is we're not kicking and screaming, <laughs> you know, um, and throwing a temper tantrum <laughs> right. because we feel hungry. Right. Although hangry does set in. Sure. Um, but when you're tired, you know it. You feel a little agitated. You feel a little... You know, even if you're bored, like, you know, you can you can get that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you just might not go to that extreme because you've learned ways to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. A second thing, they don't even understand their emotions yet. Yeah, they're still processing it. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, a two-year-old gets angry just like a you know 45-year-old does, but the two-year-old really has no idea what that emotion is mm-hmm. or how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of 45-year-olds don't know how mm-hmm. to deal sure. with that. And so just not even understanding what the emotional emotion is. And so teaching them obviously about emotions is important. So number three, they don't know how to communicate the emotions that they feel. So mm-hmm. forget about not even, you know, once, even if they did understand it, they don't even know how to then communicate it. So it's, it, it can be a problem. And yeah. so oftentimes the temper tantrum is just them trying to communicate how they feel mm-hmm. in the only way that they know. Right. You know, so if they're angry, they might be just getting mad and crying or screaming or whatever, because that emotion is coming out and they're really just trying to talk to you and tell you something. Right. And then number four, they don't know how to self-regulate. So, I mean, they don't understand what the emotion is. They don't know how to communicate it. And then they don't know how to calm themselves down. So not knowing how to calm yourself down is, is, I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, you know, probably until my mid thirties where I, you know, actually a little bit before that, maybe early thirties where I learned meditation, breathing techniques, you Mm -hmm. know, how to calm myself down better. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really up to us to start teaching them how to, you know, how to manage this stuff. And you can't expect that a one to three year old how knows how to regulate their emotions right. and how they're feeling. So they're not going to know how to calm themselves down. So how do we actually then deal with the temper tantrum based on sort of knowing why they're doing it? So the first thing, and this is really important, you have to keep calm. So you have to remember that when a child is throwing a temper tantrum, you can't throw one as well. Right. Not going to work. So getting angry or yelling is not going to help the situation. It's not going to solve it. So you have to remain calm. And I, you know, here's the thing. I don't care whether you pretend to be calm or you really are able to be calm, but you have to be calm in your approach. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very important thing. Cause what happens is, is when, the child throws a temper tantrum. Oftentimes it just, it gets to us Mm -hmm. and then we end up getting upset about it. And that is really uh, a recipe for disaster. Right. And oftentimes one of the reasons we, we do get so upset is that we take it personally. Mm -hmm. I know for me, like when they threw a temper tantrum, you know, when I didn't understand it, I was thinking like they were like coming at me, like they're trying to get me pissed off. Right. And I can guarantee you, your two-year-old is not trying to piss you. Like, they don't even know what that means. (laughs) Right. You know, they are just feeling emotion and don't know how to deal with it. It has nothing to do with like, oh, I'm going to piss off dad right now. Right, right. Not, that's not what's going on. Yeah. So don't, just don't take it personally. Um, But number two, how to deal with a temper tantrum, use empathy. So that E word comes back. Mm. If they're old enough to understand you, you know, I mean, because they can like understand what, when you say something, in sure. other words, they're not a baby. Um, you have to acknowledge their feelings and understand where you're coming from. So maybe an example, you know, Hey, I know you want that cookie and I understand you get really upset when you don't get it. You know, I understand and I'm sorry. Uh, but empathy can often diffuse to the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you're understanding where they're coming from, like, I know you're so upset. That makes you so angry. I'm, I know it. Um, you know, of course, if that doesn't work, the empathy doesn't work. There's more techniques. But oftentimes, especially if you get them way before they've gone too far, the empathy can can help solve that. Yeah. Number three, the most important thing, although I said that to the first one, 
Um, but it, it, this is most important. So it's a a priority versus sure. the B priority. Do not give in. Do I need to repeat that one? Just no. Do not give in. <laughs> so if your child is kicking and screaming and crying because they want the cookie, do not give them the cookie. Right. I, I, I'm, I can say it a different way, <laughs> but this is going to be the same outcome. Yeah. And this is the problem that we have with parenting of temper tantrums. Mm. And this happens. So let me give you another example because I do not want people to miss this one. I do not want people to not understand this. Not to give in is the most important thing. If your child wants to play on the swing sets longer, like let's say you're at the park and they want to play, and but you've already given them a warning. You've given them a five-minute warning, a two-minute warning, with all that, and, and you're saying, hey, now it's time to go. And they start crying and throwing a temper tantrum and say, okay, we'll stay five minutes more. Right. Do not, under any circumstance, it is time to go gently bring them over. Even if you have to pick them up, it's Mm. time to go. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is that we give in. And when you give in, you are reinforcing the behavior and letting them know that the temper tantrum works. Mm -hmm. You're going to get what you want. If you throw a temper tantrum, right? You know, it works as adults too. Mm -hmm. You know, if we throw a temper tantrum, we often get what we want. Right. And that's because people allow that to happen. And Mm. so as an adult and, you know, dealing with these kids, you cannot give in. Don't do it. Right. Don't yeah, it just reinforces that behavior. Right. And they just learn, okay, well, I guess that's acceptable. Yeah, like, oh, I just need to cry a little bit more, and then yeah. dad will give d- me the Do cookie. it long enough, and then, yeah. yeah or, then, hey, I know that if I keep complaining enough, like, I'll get this. Then it becomes a battle of wills. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to And it gets worse as they get older. Yeah. So, no, sorry, I gave you the warning. This is the rule. We're out. Yeah. Now. Yep. You got to just not give in. Number four, use the distraction technique. This is a popular one. Uh, And it does work a lot better with younger kids than older kids. Mm -hmm. The older they get, the less they're going to be able to be distracted. Right. Um, But you you typically have to catch them. This is before a full-blown temper as well. But if if you can do it, you get their attention. And what you do is like, let's give the example of the cookie and the child is right about to cry. And, or even if they start crying, whatever, and they, I want a cookie. Mm-hmm. You might have a set of keys in your pocket. You might've brought a toy with you. Uh, you might do something. And so you're giving that to them as something as an alternative, or, you know, we've done things where you like you all of a sudden you're like, Hey, let's go over here and play. Or you mm-hmm. give them a hug or like, like you just do something that's totally different and give, you know, distracting them from that current situation. Mm-hmm. And that, and that can often work. Um, you know, if you're at the store, that's an easy way to do it. Like give them, give them something to hold, bring a toy, you know, do something. Right. Um, number five, wait it out. So like any good storm, it will pass. Right. Um, if you can remain calm and then the child realizes that they're not getting their way, oftentimes the temper tantrum won't last as long. Mm-hmm. You know, they're realizing that they're not getting their way. And I mean, they might increase it and keep going and going and going. But like, as, and so you have to be strong to not give in, but eventually they'll realize like, oh, wow, that doesn't work. Right. Like, that's not the way that I'm going to get what I want. Mm. Me kicking and screaming and crying is not going to work. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so you really have to be aware of that. You know, it, it, and if you use these techniques and you're calm, it's just it's going to pass a lot quicker. So. Yeah. And then eventually they learn that that doesn't work. So they'll stop doing it. Right. Or they'll phase out of it. Yeah. We do what works. Yeah, for sure. 
Number six, let them take a break. So here's where I I don't want to call it a timeout. Okay, I don't think that's a good name for it. Instead, it's calling it a break or cooling off. So if the temper tantrum goes, you know, you say, get to your room, like, you know, that's probably not the best way of doing it. You say, hey, listen, I think, um, you know, you might, I think you need to take a break and go cool off. So maybe it is in their room or you have like some special location in the house if you are in the house or furniture. Um, It's important for them to learn or to begin learning how to self-regulate. So that cooling off or that calming down is how they begin to learn to self-regulate. And of course, there's other techniques that we have talked about, like grabbing your shirt, especially if you like anger management, something like that. Like, you know, they're grabbing their shirt, you grab a towel, you do something because, you know, oftentimes they, they need to get the emotion out. Yeah. Um, but you want them to take a break and to, and to give them some time to cool off. And so I want to be clear too, this is not punishment. So a temper tantrum followed by punishment is not going to work. Mm -hmm. So it's a temper tantrum followed by cooling off is a better scenario because you're, you know, the punishment, all they'll do is just, you know, figure out ways to just either do it worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we've gone over punishment's not going to work. They're not going to think about it and go, Oh, now I I get it. Temper tantrum. (laughs) I'm not, I'm, you know, it just doesn't work like that. Short term that might work. Right. It, it, it will. I mean, like you can say, hey, you threaten them to you're going to do this. You're going to go to your room and you give them punishment. It, short term, it may work. But long term, you are not teaching them skills mm-hmm. to be able to calm themselves and get through these kinds of situations. And, and it's hard as a young parent or a, a new parent to think long term. Mm-hmm. You're in the moment. Yeah. You're not thinking about, you know what, if I do this 47 times. Right. They'll finally learn it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be about a thousand times, but <laughs> right. they'll finally learn that. So it is very hard to think about that long term, but you do need to. And then number seven, positive reinforcement. So you want to catch them doing something good and, and mm. behaving good. And so maybe like when you were in the store and they are calm, you just say, hey, I, you know, I really appreciate you being calm and helping me at the store. Mm. You know, that was that was great. Or. You know, I noticed when I told you that we had to leave the park, you came over right away. Mm. Like that was super helpful. Thank you very much. And so, you know, you're not, here's the thing. You're going to probably have, a, you know, the temper tantrum. So you're not going to totally avoid them. But when you can, you know, sort of use these techniques, you can avoid a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can diffuse it. And it's hard. I'm, I'm not saying this is easy. I mean, temper tantrums can be embarrassing when you're in public mm-hmm. and they can end up striking emotions in you that are just like you've never felt. You know, it's <laughs> right. just, it, it can really get you worked up. But if you can remember these techniques, like I, I really do think that we can, uh, you know, I wouldn't say the word stop, <laughs> but we can minimize the amount of temper tantrums that happen and over time they begin to diminish and such. So yeah, it, it, you know, and you, I'm sure we've all seen it in the stores. We've all seen it, how parents handle it, you know, and everyone handles a different way, but you getting pissed off and upset and angry and handling it aggressively doesn't teach them over time. And what we really want to teach them is how to diffuse and how to self-regulate and how they can look. So, you know what? I'm upset right now. I need to go, cool off or, you know, I need to handle it better. So, right. Right. So here's what I'd love. 
I'd love to hear stories about temper tantrums because yeah. there are probably some really good ones. No, sure. I want to know what happened and how did you deal with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and send an email to podcast at dudes to dads.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Podcast at dadduniversity.com. Probably do both. They both work. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we changed up that email. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and Alan, if they have comments or feedback, what else should they do? Aside from the email that Jason just give, uh, please go to all of our social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, dad university, and then also YouTube. There's a lot of great videos that Jason has on there. Um, a lot of good stuff from dudes of dads as well. And if nothing else, and you're listening to us right now, please subscribe to that channel and leave a review, preferably five stars or a thumbs up or a great job or uh, tell us how awesome things positive are. Positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. If, if you want to hear something, if you have any questions or things you would like to address on the show, we love to hear listener feedback um, so please leave a, a comment um, and subscribe to those networks that really helps perpetuate the show awesome alan thank you as always thank you and we'll see you next time see you next time